0: Oh, we, are we live? Oh, we've been live this whole time, huh?
1: <laughs> we, we are, we are good, man. We are good.
0: Uh. <laughs> I was waiting for you to, uh, I was normally just kind of like, all right, cool. And then you go and we're live. But then I realized, I was like, okay, we've been live. Uh, we're, funny,
1: we're, we, are, we are live. We are live, man. <laughs> we are officially brother officially, officially, officially on man. Mm-hmm. Oh man. how How's your week going, buddy?
0: You know, I'm exhausted, bro. I, I really am. A, bit, a lot of work, a lot of training, all good things. Um, yeah. uh, You know, obviously, this is a new year. This is the, the first episode of the new year, right? It is, man. 2022, man. That's weird. so weird to say. Yeah, I You know, I, I can yeah. honestly say for about the first three months of every single year, I'm always putting like, the pre- previous year because oh, yeah. it takes yep. me such a long time to get used to when I write the dates, you know? Yep. So I'm always in that yep. position, man. This is a real question, Adam. Are you one of those yes. people that have New Year's resolutions or do you kind of just start it whenever you like, okay, I found it in my soul to get rolling on this?
1: Well, you know, I I really don't, I don't really believe in resolutions because, you know, resolutions just like die. Like like uh, the, the research on those kind of like, like 75, 80%, even probably more don't happen. Um, usually mine are just something that I want to like consistently work on as a human being. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, my big thing is, uh, I don't know how many of you out there have gained some, uh, COVID weight. Um, but <laughs> man, I have gained some COVID weight and, um, maybe a little COVID baby and, uh, I need to lose it. So I, before, uh, the new year, I actually started working out, um, a little bit more, a little more consistently. Um, and so I'm doing that. I'm down a little bit of weight. Um, but that's, that's my goal is, is to get down to some you know, like fighting shape, you know, not literally fighting mm-hmm. shape, but you know, some I good I say,
0: who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? <laughs> I'm you fighting myself, man. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. How about here. you, buddy? Yeah. You know what? I'm kind of on the same boat, man. I really don't believe in new year's resolutions. It's one of those things that, I mean, you see it time and time again, new year, new me, you know, a lot of people come up with new year's resolution and it feels like, You know, for whatever reason, it's a fresh start, you know, but realistically, it isn't, you know, I think of, I think uh, it's definitely a mindset to realize early on that, okay, you know, I have have ownership of this day. This is my day, you know, I, I, and this happened to me months before, you know, the New Year's kind of resolution happened. So I'll just tell you guys kind of my goals that I've been working on, you know, but necessarily I don't believe that this New Year was really kind of sparked it. You know i yeah. think those last couple of months you know november december even october is really kind of when i flip that switch of okay who do i want to be you know what do i want to represent i actually listened to something i think i might have mentioned this before but somebody was talking about hey you know being happy is hard and being sad is hard choose your heart mm-hmm. you know exactly. there's no easy way of going about this life is is meant to be difficult it's meant to be challenging it's meant to push us past our limits and past our boundaries quite frankly so I think for me personally, it's been a lot of uh, personal development that I've been wanting to work on. You know, whether it be on how I speak to people, how I understand people, you know, whether it be on on a financial sense of, okay, you know, I'm looking to double my income from last year, you know, which is a huge goal of mine, you know, in the sense of, you know, just being more empathetic to people, understanding different types of people, you know, how do I resonate with people a little bit more? How how do I better myself? How do I be a better brother? How do I be a brother, you know, uh, a better son? how to be a better friend, you know. And I think one of the biggest shifts for me is just is is exactly of just being accountable accountable for my own life, you know. Yeah. And I think that can resonate with a lot of people, I think that can resonate with a lot of athletes out there is that you're in control, you know. Oh, yeah. One thing that I will say that that I that I started with the new year was a uh, was actually a journal and it was just to really keep myself accountable of okay, Let's be like, if you know where you want to go, you got to understand where you're at. And it's hard to kind of look at the past year and be like, well, how many days did I work out? You know, how many days did I meditate? How many days did I take time to work on myself? Did I read any books? Did I challenge myself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, in any way possible? And so I think that's one thing that I am starting, not because it was a new year, but just because it's hard, you know, to start it off with last year it's kind of one of those things that I feel like you need to kind of start with the new year. But uh, yeah, man, a lot of goals, dude, a lot of goals. You know, I mean, even on this podcast, man, you know, I have dreams and aspirations oh, yeah. for this and, you know, I, I want to grow it, you know, tenfold and actually start contributing. So we have some really good things in the works right now, which I think is pretty exciting that we can't necessarily share, yeah. you know, but, but yep. the ideas are flowing and the, the ideas are there. And, and, you know, the dream behind this whole show is definitely there, man. And again, this is so related to a lot of, a lot of kids out there, you know, I mean, we have people of all ages. I mean, I think we, I looked at our data and we had, you know, as young as 14, all the way up to, you know, I've, I've seen people in our sixties listening to, you know, what we put yeah. out. And so I think it's really, it's really applicable to everybody. You're in control of your own yeah. day. You got to be accountable for it. though. you got to wake up with that type of responsibility. You know, one of the things that, um, that I've really challenged myself since I left football is just, you know, being disciplined with my days. You know, and I actually got this from Bobby Haug. I mean, I think I talked about this, too, but he was just like, I don't believe in motivation. You know, motivation is is, is kind of, you know, on the back end of things, man. I mean, you get motivated, you'll be inspired for a couple of days, and then what happens? When you lose that motivation, you lose that actual willpower to actually go get up and go do what you need to accomplish. So I think for me, yeah. the biggest thing is being to build discipline. Even Mike Tyson said it, you know, discipline is is, is, you, is you're gonna get up on the days that you don't want to do it. You're gonna do yeah. the things that you need to do, regardless of how you're feeling or what type of pity you have for yourself, man. And so I think that's something that can really kind of applic- be applicable to so many people. And so I'm definitely a talker, Adam, though. So I need to shut up before no, I go on. Once no, I get going on this, no, man, I'm so I totally, no, I
1: told, I totally it, agree with you, I'm man. I'm so
0: passionate about it, dude. <laughs> I totally agree yeah. with
1: you because like what like my my thing is like uh after a long day's work the, the one thing that I don't want to do is is work out. It's easier to you know go sit down yep. and, and relax and stuff but man I, I I feel so much better once I work out and then you know yep. go on with my night and stuff um so it, it's just doing it. You know having that consistency having that discipline That that's my thing is just discipline if i have a routine and i just do it do it do it i'm fine i, I just get into that routine if i get out of that routine then it's like okay it, it it's it's everything's off um so i'm very routine. and that's oriented. when that real discipline shows too
0: yep. yeah that's when that real discipline shows too i mean because it's once you get in a routine i mean it it's you know, it's fairly easy to kind of keep on track simply because you're doing the oh, same yeah. things every day. But you got to understand that, uh, you know, life comes at you with yep. jabs from every direction. You know, it, yep. it, it it's meant to knock you the hell down. And so I think that's that's one of the most truly, uh, you know, inspiring things to hear these people say, hey, you know what? It, my days aren't perfect. You know, um, yep. my, my days are shit and I go through stuff just like everybody else. But I always find a way to really kind of remember what's important to me. You know, and I'm thinking in terms of like my health, you know, big thing with me. I know I work out hard. enough. I know I take the time in the gym, like even this morning, like I was super proud of myself because I could have had an extra hour and a half of sleep this morning, but I chose to wake up an hour and a half earlier so I can go to the gym. And I'm not talking about like, oh, well, maybe nine o'clock. I'm talking, you know, I was in the gym at 615 this morning and I was like, that's I'm not that type of person that normally wakes up and does that type of stuff. Yeah. You know? If I can't work out in the afternoon, I'll work out in the afternoon. But it was always like, oh, well, if I can't make it in the afternoon because I got to re- record a podcast, fuck it, I'm, might, I might as well not just go, you know, it's <laughs> the so, same type of mentality when it came to there, man. And so I think it, I, I think we're both on the same page, Adam, you know, as far as getting yeah. our physical right, man, it, it, it's like it's just a cool thing to see that, hey, you know what? Not only are you doing this, you're, you're not alone in it, you know? and i think yep. that's a, that's a super comforting thing man and so i'm looking forward to this new year man i got a lot of plans got, got a lot of things a lot of count accountability to take part of man and so i'm just
1: getting ready to get rolling ready to get rolling and let's get this rolling man let's do some grizz update let's buddy. get this rolling let's get let's into get this the rolling. episode guys that's yeah. right that's right uh just let you guys know what what this episode is going to consist of man uh this is our signing day episode um, it is going to go over the 12 signing day recruits that we have. Uh, before we do that, we're going to just give you a brief Grizz update. Um, the Grizz update that we have is basically going to be a little, a, a little, most of uh basketball, and then uh, I did get some Grizz update stuff against hockey, uh, to update some people too. So let's get into it men's basketball. You know, since the last time we had a podcast, uh, guys, you know, they were Idaho State. The men beat Idaho State handedly, uh, seventy-eight to fifty-four, um, blew them out. Uh, then they had a home game. This was this was an, an amazing game, uh, Angel. I don't know if you got to watch it, but man, if if you guys have ESPN Plus, totally go back and watch that game. It was definitely back and forth. Awesome. Came down to the the last minute where Juan uh, uh, L. Martin made an amazing um, shot. To, to seal yep. the win 74 to 72 at home. Uh yep. huge win because Weber State is in the that echelon of of teams. <laughs> and so yeah. um really great win. They are currently playing right now as we speak, as we record, against uh our our foe that we uh, like to call them, uh, Eastern Washington. At halftime they're up at Eastern Washington 36 to 34. Um, you know eastern washington had a great team last year that made a run in the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament um they they lost their coach they lost you know a lot. seven eight 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 players they, they do have some players um that you cannot sleep on um and so this was kind of one of those games where i was like oh man uh, I'm not gonna sleep on these guys, especially going into Eastern Washington. Um, but they, they, they are up at half by two 36, 34. Um, so going yeah, in for the, sure. Yeah, go go ahead. sorry.
0: I, I do gotta say this. I do gotta say this, man. I was talking to somebody that's part of that program. yeah, and we were talking about how last year just in kind of comparison, I mean they beat them by you know by a couple points last year. You know, it, it was it was it was an uglier win last year. And to just to kind of see the progress that they made from last year to this year, when it comes to you know Idaho State specifically, I think it was super mm-hmm. super awesome. a kind of a proud moment to talk about. Even I mean, I talked to that person before the game, and it was kind of like we're you know we're going to be able to win. You know, but yeah. one thing that you know it was tough for us last year. We had such a young team, yeah. and still. Yeah growing a lot of growing pains you know and so i i don't necessarily know how today's going to pan out you know i know we're going to come out with the win but as far as you know where we land on that i don't know so i think it was really cool to you know have that conversation in the beginning and then really kind of see how you know it's not the same team from last year no
1: no and you know i've
0: I've, I've said this a couple times man but you can tell you look at the numbers you look at the play it's not the same team and then moving on to you know weber state any day you beat any type of cat you know the kitty cats, the, the, the Weaver Steak, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, we beat the cats, you beat the cat. It's a good yep. day, man. And
1: exactly. especially,
0: you know, Weaver being such a respected program, just in all yep. types of facets, you know, again, very solid win. Uh, Martin came up with that last second, uh, you know, kind of alley you kind of situation, yep. you know. It was awesome to see. It got featured on ESPN as a number nine play Um so I think it was just really really cool to see man. in and right now they're sitting, you know, uh, oh, we just started the second half. I got an update. So now we're up 41-36, you know, starting in nice. the second half. Um we're looking pretty good, man. We're looking pretty good. So yeah. really proud yep. of this team and exactly, you know, how I said before, I'm excited to see and I think they're uh, like I said at the beginning of the season, they're going to end up at the, that 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 top that top part of the of the league for sure.
1: Yeah, and exactly. And these are the games that you know, the, the games that are not necessarily um, uh, the, the, the attainable games, you know, the 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 at Eastern Washington games where if you can get these, this helps you so much because road games are so hard in the big sky to get, um, especially with getting into the up top echelon of teams um, where you've got to win your home games and you've got to be able to get some of those road games uh, to be one of those tap teams. Um, this would be a huge get. Um, and also, you know, going on, guys, we we are at Montana State. Um, I do know that the women's team, uh, their game against Montana State this weekend got uh, postponed due to COVID concerns. Um, I have not heard about the men, um, if they're still on, um, but I did see that the women were not um, going to be able to play uh, because of the COVID concerns in the Uh, women's cat program so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so that that'll be a good a good uh one as well excuse me um this weekend against the cats at at in Mm -hmm. bozeman um so on the 9th at 5 p.m Uh, yeah and who knows man
0: also too i mean weather weather conditions as well
1: you know, yeah. I
0: mean, I yeah. I drove I drove from Anaconda today, and oh my gosh! I mean, there was quite a few semis, you know, parked off on the side of the road. A couple cars, that, you know, that slid into a couple dishes, man. So if you guys are out there driving in this weather, just be yeah. really, really cautious. Really be really, really, really careful. And you know, there's no rush to wherever you're gonna go. Just take your time. You know,
1: take it with ease. Exactly. Winter is officially here. I know where I'm at in uh, Wyoming. We've had you know, a whole week of sub below zero weather. So it's, it's, it's been cold and snowing. So, um, you know, going into the women's basketball team, man, give up update on them. You know, they played, uh, Idaho state, you know, a a perennial, uh, in the, uh, big sky program last year, they were one of the two top teams in the big sky. Uh, we, we had, it was back and forth. We came back, um, after they were up uh, double digits, the ending score was sixty-one to sixty-nine. A, a loss for the the Grizz program uh, that was playing at Idaho State. Uh, they then went mm-hmm. to Weber State as well. They lost fifty-six to sixty-six, um, and so they are in the um, the the teeth of their uh, <laughs> their their schedule, as we would say, uh, playing those road games and kind of trying to grow with each other and, you know, being so new with each other, these are important games to kind of grow from that. Um, And so, uh, you know, those games are attainable. This team isn't, you know, they're two and two. So it's not like they're going to knock them out by any means. Um, And I'm sure that the, they got some good growth, you know, you can win all the time, but you know, I really believe that you, you learn a whole lot more when you lose than when you win. Uh, you take more mm-hmm. of it from that. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, this team is only going to grow, only going to get better. And, you know, with that Idaho State um, loss, we did not have, I, I believe we didn't have Sophia Stiles. She was hurt during that game. I do not know if she was back against Weaver State, but she did not play against Idaho mm-hmm. State. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And right now, who, and they're playing Eastern right now. Was that a 24 update right now? Yeah, they were, they were at half and they were up big 33 to 12. Let me get that update here. Um mm-hmm. the new update. So right now, they, now it's showing up on my on my feed, okay. uh, they start again started up started
0: this. Oh no. They have maybe about 220 left in the third quarter right now and they're up 45-24. So they're breathing the brakes off Eastern Washington to say the yeah. least. You know what it kind of reminds me of? You know how you ever been in a situation where, you know, you you went out, you got some takeout food? And you came home and you said, this takeout food is mine. You, even pro- you probably wrote your name on it. You said Adam. Oh, yeah. And you put it yep. in the fridge. And then the oh, next yeah. day you come to find out that somebody went into your food and ate the food. And now there's no there's no styrofoam of food in there. And you get yep. super pissed off. I kind of <laughs> feel like that's what's <laughs> happening right now. So the obviously the past two games didn't go our way. There were tough losses. Yep. You know, we battled our asses off, and we just never didn't come up top. Were they learning lessons? Yes. And right now, we're taking that lesson to Eastern Washington as we speak. So it's a good day because it looks real promising. There's still a little bit of basketball left to play for the rest of the night. But it's looking ugly for Eastern, so. That's a good night. That's
1: a good night. That is a good night. It's a good night. They're basically yes. steal,
0: stealing their food now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you just pick <laughs> They're going, out, so they're going into their food?
1: refrigerator and taking their food. <laughs> they're in their fridge right now. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Going into some Grizz hockey, man. I just wanted to uh, update people because last yep. time we talked about it, um, but I think I told the dates wrong, so I did want to get those dates right. Uh, so, you know, Grizz hockey, they're 10-5. and 10-5 one and one so they have 10 wins five losses uh a overtime loss and i think i believe a draw um I, that's weird how they do that with a, or a loss and overtime yeah anyways uh they have two more home games left in the whole whole season mm-hmm. for them uh january Crazy. 22nd uh against the cats uh at 7 30 and then january 28th against the University of Providence at 7.30. Uh, those are the correct times and correct dates of the last two uh, Grizz hockey, um, you know. And then I, I believe they think they do have some type of a a, a tournament that they do um, with that. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to them. And uh, if you guys are in town in Missoula, definitely check go, go check love. it out, man. Exactly, exactly. So, Are you a skier? Um, or do do you play hockey, Adam? Um, no, I, I I've I like to skate. Um, I I'm was skating. sorry, I said um, skate. Yeah, skate. Yeah, so I I love to skate. I'm not very good. Um, I can get around pretty well. Um, that's hockey's hockey's hard, man. Like skating is hard, nonetheless. But then you put like a stick in your hand and you're trying to swing it and then like try not to get hit. Like honestly, I, I, it, it's it's a, an amazing sport. I love watching it. it. If you ever go to a hockey game, guys, it, it is nonstop um, action. Um, so I love hockey. Love watching it. Um, but I'm just a sports fan, man. I, I, I'd, I'd watch anything. <laughs> yeah, it's chippy so. too, though. I've been to a oh, couple yeah.
0: with um, um, what was it? I think last year. I I don't know how they have like community leagues. And they get after it, bro. Oh,
1: they yeah. get
0: after it. They don't they don't care. They'll, they'll throw their bodies. I saw a guy like and it's a pretty dangerous sport. I one oh, moment yeah. I don't necessarily know what happened, but this guy had his hand down, somebody ran over his hand, and next Ooh. thing you know, this dude is just spewing blood out. Oh, and I'm sitting there, no, you know, no, no, trying no. to process everything that's ha- bro. It is it is a, a gruesome sport. Oh. It's a gruesome sport. Could you imagine getting hit by one of those pucks though?
1: No, no, that would hurt. That no. Ow. No, that's, that, that's why they don't have any teeth. <laughs> oh, dude. That's a good point. Oh. I never
0: thought about that. Never thought about
1: that. Well, the, you watch crazy. like professional, man. They, they slide. They slide to block it. You get hit mm. in the face with one of those things, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: No, I'm scared of Die. a soccer ball. I could only imagine something like that.
1: <laughs> a soccer ball. Soccer balls, they can kind of hurt a little bit. But, yeah. It, you know uh, what? I just actually little... – like, Mike's a little different. You know what,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what somebody was telling me today? That uh, – or not today. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I uh, was talking to one of my chiropractor friends. And you'd be surprised. And he told me this because he found it out from one of the players. But apparently a lot of soccer players end up with, like, head problems because they're always, like, hitting the ball. Because, really? you know, people are taking the ball and then they head it into the net or they head it as a pass. Cause you're like, yeah. so because of that, apparently it causes quite a bit of concussions in the sport. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I just learned about that. I know that's a little bit off subject, but I thought that was super interesting when they told me that.
1: Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, 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 it definitely, you know, when you're just starting out, cause I played, I played soccer a little bit when I was a kid and, you know, learning how to head it right in the right position. Mm-hmm. Cause it, I think it gets a little bit of like muscle mass and some growth on you to, yep. to not have it hurt as much. um uh, But I totally see that 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 would yeah. You get a, a long drive like really speeding at you and you head it in. Those those some of those kicks are are quick, man. Oh yeah. I can't oh, I can't yeah. imagine taking the right one right to the face. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But so. well, we always get
0: off topic here. But you know, shout out to the hockey <laughs> team. Go check them out. Go show some love. Uh, um, but we are going to get into it, guys. We've obviously exactly. had you know, a pretty solid offseason thus far. We've had 12 signees um, join the football team here at the university. Um, we are starting to see a couple of transfers, but what we're essentially going to do is we're going to make this a two-part series. So this is part one. Part two is really kind of going to be at the end of the recruiting season when we really kind of get some of those transfers Um, just to be able to break it down a little bit easier. Um, So today we're going to be focusing on, you know, the 12 guys that that have signed
1: on early. Um, Yeah, man. Do you want to kick it off, Adam? Yeah, man. Uh, So 12 signees, you know, let's do a little bit of a breakdown, man. Uh, Ten of those signees are from Montana. Ten of them are from Montana. Uh, one from Utah and one from Minnesota that gives the breakdown. Uh, if you go even further, let's go by position. So we've got two wide receivers, two safeties, one QB, one running back, one tight end, uh, a defensive line, linebacker, uh kicker and a punter. And then we've got two designated athletes as they uh, like to say. Um, mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, Uh, one of the ones that, um, really, uh, he's an early enrollee. So he's the only early enrollee on the, the, the early signing day, um, participants that we have. His name is Sam Alford. Um, he's coming from park city, Utah. He is the only one that's going to be joining the team. I think here in the spring, um, for Mm -hmm. spring practices, uh, all the rest of the guys are going to be in the fall. Um, and so um, he is a 6'3", 190 wide receiver. Uh, and, you know, he does have a, I believe, a brother on the team. Um, and so. Eli, yo. Uh, yep, Eli. Yep. And so you know, just kind of going off of what I've seen from him, I saw a little bit of his uh, his film He's quick, man. He he's got some quickness to him. He's very versatile. That they use him in a couple different positions, um, lining him up kind of as a tight end and a wide receiver. I don't think he'll be a, a tight end for us, uh, but kind of showed some um, difference, uh, different kind of style there. Uh, is not afraid to th- throw down a block, which is something that Bobby uh, will like a lot, which he 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 really preaches the wide receivers blocking as well and getting dirty as well. Um, some good hands. And he does not shy away from the hits, which, um, you know, I really could see him. He has that potential of being a, a down threat, a uh, long ball threat, you know, being a bigger wide receiver at 6'3". Uh, I could see him, you know, fitting the bill. And all these guys, like, let's not get wrong, uh, get us wrong. They the, These guys have showed something to get recruited uh you know mm-hmm. what happens to them is totally up in the air we can say hey yeah well, th- 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 i can see this i could see this uh we don't know what's going to happen injuries can happen and we, we we knock on wood and we wish them the best and we don't want that to happen but there's a lot of things that can happen in a career that you know mm-hmm. s- some things pan out some things don't pan out some things work uh so we are not going to, we do not have a crystal ball. (laughs) So, so we are giving you what it looks like. We are giving you the guys. We do not know enough where we're going to say, yeah, he's going to do this.
0: Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Adams being the legend that he is, you know, he took some time to be able to, you know, watch a a lot of these guys. So he's probably going to be able to recognize certain things. Um, that I'm not going to know simply because I haven't been able to watch really film on these guys. You know, I've heard a couple of these guys' names. I've heard good things about all these guys. I'm really proud of them and happy for being able to make that step up to obviously this level. Um, But I do think there's a couple of things, you know, that are really interesting. And One being that right now we only have 12 players that are committed to us. You know, in previous years it's been, you know, a little bit heavier. I mean, and and also, I think you make a good point. We don't have that crystal ball. If I'm being honest with you, I think yeah. my recruiting class when I first came in was one of the biggest classes that we've seen in Montana for a while. So when Stick kind of took over, we had a pretty decent sizable class that took over, you know? But by the end of it, I think we ended off with, like, you know, 16 seniors from, you know, from that original class, you know? Yeah. And so real realistically, a lot of things are going to change you know, and a lot of things, you know, are, are going to end up transitioning. Are, are, are these guys going to stick around? We hope so. Are they, are they going to yeah. be able to contribute? We hope so. You know, but realistically, the fact of the matter is that there's there's a lot that goes into it that, you know, some guys are meant for it. Some guys are meant for it. Some guys yeah. are built for, you know, bigger things, different different stories, and that's okay. And so that's why we say we don't necessarily have a crystal ball. We You know, we're super proud of these guys for being able to make that transition over and – um I think it really kind to show how strong, you know, the roots of just Montana are, you know. But, again, you never really know with these guys. Are. And a lot of these guys look great on tape. And, you know, I, oh, I've yeah. seen bits and pieces here and there, just not as much as Adam has. And I've heard good things about it. But I do think it's interesting how, you know, we're thinning compared to previous years. And a big part of that is really because of COVID. I mean, you think oh, pre-COVID, yeah. they were getting at least, you know, 22. I think I read somewhere. I, let's see what it says. It says in 21 – it was 19 players, which is pretty thin. 22 players in 2020, 26 players in 2019, and uh, in 2018 another 26 players. You know, so if, if you compare that to 12, you know that, that's a you know a little bit of a, of a difference. Again, we're not at the end of the recruiting season, so we still got a lot to go. You know, but uh, I, I think coach, I read this in the, in the article that said basically that coach was like, "Yeah, there's a little bit of a salary cap." You know, yeah. simply because yeah. obviously some of those seniors have that extra year and, you know, they're they're, they're going to some of them are going to stick around. Some of them might be leaving. Who knows with these guys, you know? So yeah. because of that, I think it does add another layer of difficulty when it comes to being able to recruit. Obviously, I think Bobby's phenomenal recruiting that he does his job and he he really brings guys that want to be a part of the program. But I think it is a little bit of a weird year you know, for recruiting. And I think it just adds a little bit more pressure and a little bit a little, little bit more difficulty to those coaches.
1: Well, and you know, th- there was a uh, press conference with Bobby and, and then uh, Coach Green as well. That they kind of went into it mm-hmm. uh, and kind of broke down like recruiting on signing day and stuff like that. And they said, you know, we in, we necessarily don't need freshmen. <laughs> they have a huge freshman class. This mm-hmm. freshman class is um, in freshman sophomore class. They've got lots of guys, and I'm not going to, you know, I think it was like forty something um that are lower classmen mm-hmm. so and I'm, don't quote me on the on the um official number but it was something like that they don't need young guys they've got the young guys that they want they've got to go out and they've got to get these older guys that they have give them experience and they said you know they're they're going to be going into the transfer portal they have to and they you know they mm-hmm. they have done that they've showed that they've showed that they've offered guys uh, and we won't get into that right now but um they're going to have to they've got to get some um some older guys to kind of make this this team a little bit older a little bit more um yeah. more, more well rounded with with what they have um and so uh, one thing that i took from it man is no offensive lineman recruited no, not, not recruited that. but I'm no no that. no no offensive line signed yeah so no, I, was thinking, um, I, was thinking,
0: I was thinking the same exact thing, man. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, a, it, it's something that you would think. And again, I, I think you, you answered that, that whole thought right there for me. You know, I think they're really kind of rely on that transfer portal. You know, yeah. it's just another yep. dimension. Again, normally in a normal year, you see a huge freshman class. But I think they, they feel pretty comfortable with where a lot of those young guys are. And it's yeah. really about, all right, let's get a little bit more senior leadership or older guys just in general that kind of have, you know, a little bit more of a sense of, hey, they've been a little bit on the field. They've been at some programs. They've been able to kind of get adjusted, and they don't necessarily need that first year for, you know, kind of a transition period. And so, again, they don't have any offensive, you know, linemen on here, but I really think that's because the transfer, again, is what you said, you know, the transfer port is going to be huge for us. So I'm expecting to see, you know, more players than we had in early signees. You know, yep. that come from the transfer porter specifically.
1: Yeah, and I would hope that they would get some offensive line in just because we're losing we're losing some guys on the offensive line. Um, and, you know, not saying that we don't know what's behind them. You know, we've got some guys behind them that I'm sure can do the job. We just haven't seen it. You know, we, we've seen Brandon Casey. Um, but, you know, and, you know, Skylar Martin's been there. But other than that, man, like the other guys that we have not seen – we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And we can, we see it this year, the injury bug got us. We've got to be a couple deep in the offensive line in everywhere to be a good team, to make this, mm-hmm. to make, to make runs like we want to, we've got to be deep. Um, so it will be interesting um, to see what happens in the transfer market. Um, there, if you know, people out there probably have been watching it a little bit. I have been watching it a little bit as well. So, uh, we'll go into that later on, but man, yeah, there's, there's another one um, here, man. Let's, let's kind of go down the line. Um, Bo Danik, um, a running back from my hometown of Laurel, Montana. Um, so shout out to Laurel, my hometown. He is going to be an athlete this year. Um, 5'10", 173. Uh, Bobby said that he was, you know, probably one of the best athletes um and skilled players in the state of montana so they're really happy to get him uh so you know the they, the athlete term i don't think he's going to be in the running back position just because the running backs that we have we have a lot of them so i don't think i don't see him playing running back i, I totally see him playing on the defensive side um it, either it be a safety a cornerback. Maybe if he gains some weight and he uh, goes moves to linebacker, maybe we could see him down the mm-hmm. road. Um, I do not think he's going to be in the running back um, committee, just because there's so many running backs that we have.
0: Hundred mm-hmm. so. percent, And I think, I think, I mean, what a
1: big, you know, kind of honor to be regarded
0: just as an athlete. Like you, you're able to be at multiple positions. You play offense, yeah. you can play defense. I mean, I think realistically, I talked to uh, Shan in my early days. San Schillinger, and obviously, for those of you who don't know, Shan was able to play in the league for a couple years and, you know, develop relationships, and eventually now he's a coach over, obviously, you know, coaches of safeties here at Montana, you know, and I think uh, one of the things that I asked him early on in my career was like, you know, what does it take to make it to the next level, you know? Why why are certain guys cut, but they're talented, you know, enough to play? It was just like, you know what? Realistically, the more positions you know, you know, the better off you're going to be. If you can play left card, just as good as you play right card. Uh, left tackle, just as good as you play, you know, right tackle. You're. You, you, it's It's harder to get rid of you because you're so versatile, you know. Yep. And that's one of the things that really stuck out to me initially, man. And so being regarded, you know, as an overall, hey, man, you can play offense, you can play defense, we'll put you on special team. We do not care. We'll put you on the front line if we need to, you know, just yep. like – Yep. I think it's a super super cool thing man it's just like it's, it's going to be fun to see it's going to be fun to see where they decide to put him who knows
1: yeah who knows yeah and he is the um you know his great grandfather Robert played for the Grizz his uncle um uh, Brad played for the Grizz as well so he is um his family is is Grizz fans um and so he's one of I believe the third I think third uh, uh from from uh from Laurel I think there's only like, sorry, I'm, I'm stumbling, but I think there's only been 12 total people from Laurel that have played for the Grizz. Um, And so uh, pretty, pretty, pretty esteemed numbers there. You know, he, he is pretty quick, you know, being a running back, he is quick. He's got some good hands. Um, And, you know, one thing that really, really kind of um, stuck out to me was his side to side quickness, his reaction time, Mm -hmm. you know, being a, a, a running back, you know, he would, you know, find a hole and just, you know, go to it. So, you know, that side-to-side quickness, I could really see him really, really being um, either a safety or a cornerback just with that side-to-side quickness and and, and that being good for us. Um, so, you know, it's it, it'll be interesting. I love when they say athlete with those guys just because you just don't know what's going to happen and where they're going to be. Um, and just I love to see, like, after spring drills, like usually that's when we get a kind of the the um better picture of what it, what's going to happen. Mhm. Yeah. So, exactly man, exactly. Who we got next on the list, brother? Marcus Evans. Marcus Evans, a linebacker, 6 foot 190 from Helena, Montana. Uh he is the also has a brother that actually plays for the Grizz right now on the defensive line. Uh he is man he is a big guy. he's not afraid to hit man uh he has that burst of speed where it's not it's not like quickness like totally but like that like sudden quickness burst he has it uh, very very smart player, good hitter and just tough man like you you can just see you know you know how you can just see like toughness from a guy like and, and that's what always mm-hmm. said is that he likes his toughness his grit um and so you know being from having an older brother that's played for the team that, that i think that'll probably just help him even more just getting acquainted and seeing yeah. what his brother's gone through as well so yeah
0: no i mean it's definitely an expectation you know and i think a, a big part of that is probably just looking up to big bro I mean, it could be a different yeah. situation, but I'm just putting myself in those shoes. And if I had a brother that played some, you know, some some big time ball and had that opportunity, of course, I would want to fall in footsteps. Of course, I would have yeah. wanted, uh, you know, embody what that defense kind of stands for, man. And so I think him having an older brother on that team is really just putting him at an advantage because I'm sure his brothers had the conversation of, hey, just let you know, this is not not for the faint of heart. You know, this is for somebody yeah. that's willing, that's wanting, that's want that wants to sacrifice you know, for the team in order to put themselves yeah. in the best position. I mean, and that actually be the stud. Played,
1: that guy, you know, in a year or two, you never know. Yeah, and his he actually played for his dad. His dad was the uh, Helena High um, coach as well. Um yep. so uh, there's a yeah. quite a bit of guys from the same high school, you know, in Helena and Missoula that we that you'll see on here that we've gotten some guys from. So um, our next guy, man, Ian Finch. Wide receiver, six three, one ninety-five from Missoula, Montana. Um, you know, he he's he's got some good hands, he's got a good first step speed. Um, and then, you know, he he fights through blocks, man. Um, one of the things that I, I he was he was one of those guys that I, I haven't heard from. Uh I think he kind of developed later on, as Bobby said, um, and kind of either um, saw, saw a good year and they kind of started recruiting them. A good little hint, guys, with these guys. All these guys have either um, gone to their, their their clinics or their, their camps um, and the coaches have seen them there um, or, or some type of aspect like that uh, where they have actually seen them play um, and, and have gotten to know them. Um, and so all these guys have kind of fit that, that bill. Um, and, you know, with COVID that that's probably what they, what they had to do, you know, that they, they weren't able to get people on campus. They weren't able to. So they kind of relied on having knowledge of the guys that they've seen in, at their camps and, and kind of developed that. So.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think you, I mean, that's a huge point right there. That's, I think, uh, little bit underrated that people don't realize that how good it works so you just said right now that a lot of these guys have put themselves in front of these coaches in order to get that opportunity you know to be able to you know play for the team that they want to play for and that's exactly how i put myself in a position to get started on the recruiting role so when i was uh uh you know a junior in high school I drove all the way to Northern Arizona because it was one of the closest schools that I can actually go out to camp. And um, I went to the facilities, the junior day with them. And they ended up being, and that was the first place that I ever went to go visit uh, with actual serious contention and thought about actually going to school and playing football. And they were the first people that actually offered me when it came to my recruiting. So again, that goes to show that putting yourself in front of these guys, in front of these coaches is going to do good for you going to put you in a position where they recognize you they remember your name and worst case scenario at least you know at the end of it all whether the program is really going to want you or they're just giving you the wraparound you know you see that pretty quickly and obviously in that moment you might be a little bit crushed but i really believe that you know in the moments where I, i i went to those camps you know i went to a couple you know pac 12 camps and Got a couple, you know, a phone number exchanges, but never really got that full trigger. That full pulled the trigger on me, and it put me in a place where that that kind of sucked to see, and that kind of hurt to, you know. To, but I used that as fuel, you know, and it put me in a position to be able to come to University of Montana, and it truly was the best decision I've ever made, you know. So for, you know, for the youngsters that are out there, listen and get yourself to camps, go to schools that you want to visit to, you know, talk to some of these players too, you know, that are on the recruiting board. They 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 have a lot. They they have a lot of knowledge that. It's probably going to be good for you. How did they do it? Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to ask those questions. Don't be afraid to, you know, put yourself in those positions, man. These guys earned the, earn the privilege to, you know, come to a university like this, man. And I just hope that they, you know, from start to finish that, you know, they'd give it to all, man, because truly uh, giving yourself all to
1: a program like that, I mean, it, it reaps nothing but benefits in the end. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, our next guy, man, Eli Gilman, a running back, uh, six foot two hundred, two hundred. Uh, from, uh, 200, uh, uh, 200 yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, uh, Dakota, Dakota, Minnesota. Uh, I probably messed yeah. that up, but, uh, our only guy from Minnesota, you know, it's interesting because, um, Eli, you know, he, he, he was one of those guys that came to the camps. Um, like all these guys, you know, I couldn't find, I, I couldn't find film on him for, from his senior mm. year um and kind of went through um the process of looking at some of the the um tapes of uh, of coaches and stuff like that he he committed so early and and believed in the program that he didn't put his senior film out there for for teams to see um so there's only junior film on him um and he committed pretty early Uh, i guess he has um from Coach Green, he has, you know, stayed firm. He's gotten uh, calls. You know, this guy has gotten some calls from Iowa State, um, some big programs where um, he's gotten offered to, and he's decided to stay with the Grizz. So shout out to him. That That's that's awesome to see some commitment like that. Okay, cool. um, but, man, that this guy is the real deal. Um, he is fast. He is quick side to side. He does not care. He, he, he'll lay a hit. Uh, he's got really, really good hands. Um, he's got that, and it's re- and I don't know how to, I'm not one of those guys where I'm going to say this right, but he plant plants really well. And I, I've watched film on him mm-hmm. where he, he can plant a couple different times. And when I'm saying planting, I'm saying, okay, he's running one side. He plants his foot and goes the other opposite direction. I watched a, a, a scenario on him where he did that three times in one play, which hurt my knees because <laughs> he just planted, went the other way, planted, went the other way. <laughs> and, uh, man, he that, that was amazing because he was just shaking, guys. Um, you know, it's very hard to get down, that very slippery kind of, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's an aspect, but he was <laughs> very slippery – he he is a one of those guys that that could be really good. Um, I don't yeah. think he's gonna probably be, you know, as a freshman, um, and I hope not for his sake. Just <laughs> being thrown in, and because I, I hope that that doesn't happen like it happened this year. Um, so he'll have some time to kind of look and learn and from from a distance and and see mm-hmm. who is ahead of him. So that that'll be good too, but yeah that 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 guy really stood out from in my my instance um with all the signees uh but yeah what do you think man no i this is actually one of the guys that
0: you know again just popped up on my twitter feed i don't know how specifically but i was able to kind of just get an idea of you know and again there are it's it's really hard to explain it i think i think uh um You you just said right now that it's like, you know, he's really good about, you know, planting his foot, making a move. You know, Yeah. There's some guys and I don't understand it. That's probably the one thing that I could never really understand. I just don't understand. I mean, a plant. I mean, you plant your foot and you go the opposite direction. Anybody can do that. But there are some guys out there that do it extremely efficiently. And this is one (laughs) of those guys that does that. I don't understand it. I don't, I, I don't understand, you know, the logic, the physics, you know, the science behind it, or why certain people are twitchy like that and they can make people miss, but they yeah. do. And they make it look effortlessly. They make it look easy. And that's the yep. scary part about it. One thing that I am kind of, you know, just thinking in the back of my head that, you know, the way that we run things, it's stick and you run up field. You know, there's yeah. no, you know, you don't continuously try to make people miss like that because then it puts you in a position and that's just, you know, and when it comes to collegiate football, you mean you don't really have those opportunities and those holes and those gaps like you do at the high school level. so I'm really yeah. kind of interested to see you know since he's so you know he's big on that to really see how he kind of transitions over and he starts to learn those new attributes and you know those new characteristics as a player to say hey you know one yeah. cut and up the field one yep. cup and one cut and make that make make that move, find a hole get a couple yards you know? Yeah. And so I'm interested to see whether or not he develops into kind of a power back, you know, kind of a Nick Osmo type of guy or if he's kind of going to be the guy that, you know, makes the right cuts, finds those right holes and, you know, really kind of breaks it off for big runs, kind of like Marcus does, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, which uh, direction it goes. Again, we don't have that crystal ball in front of us, so it's really hard to say, but he's one of the guys that I'm kind of like, okay, you're going to go one or the other way. It's going to be really interesting to see.
1: Yeah, one it, it, well, just like just like the quickness, like he he has those skills, like you know he had the planning ability, but also he's big enough too, where he can take a hit, man. Two hundred pounds, six foot, two hundred pounds, where he took some hits, and he didn't play. And I kind of looked at it too, where where his hometown was. His hometown's around the uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul area. He didn't play, you know, little schools. These schools are were, were you know. I think his uh, school is a 3A or a 4A school. So it, it's not rinky-dink teams. These are some big schools that he's playing um, with oh, some big yeah. guys. Um, so so shout-out to him. Uh, keep your eye on him. Uh, but, yeah, our next one, uh, Bronson Henriksen, uh, our only defensive lineman, uh, 6'5", 230, big guy uh, from Polson, Montana. Um, you know, looking at his film, man, he, man, he, he's got, he's got the, uh, the size, buddy. He's got the size and he is quick. He is quick for his size. Um, and he is all attack, man. Um, he, 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 there's no surprise in what he's going to do. He's going to go get the quarterback or the running back and it's going to be now, um, full blown attack. So that kind of impressed me because, um, that's what I feel like we've been kind of missing. We had it this year in spurts where mm-hmm. we've had that defensive line of, of being able to attack. Um, and so mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that kind of makes me excited just to see what he kind of turns into um, and how they use him. No, 100%. And thinking about, man, Bronson Henriksen, that just sounds like got- a legendary name. Oh, yeah. You've got to be big and tough with
0: that name. <laughs> you got to be, man. And, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, he's sitting at 6'5". Yep. He's already at 230 pounds. You know, yeah. give or take 10, 15 pounds, he's that perfect, you know, defensive end kind of outside-to-contain yeah. type of guy, one of those hybrid guys, one of those guys that are yep. big, one of those guys that are fast, one of those guys that are strong. You know, so, yep. uh, you know, on paper, he has those characteristics. If you look at what he looks like, that's a full-grown man in high school you know, already has a beard, you know, almost better, you know, not as great as mine, but I guess you could say he's grown a little bit there, you know? So, yeah, (laughs) but man, perfect size, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how he plays again. Yeah. uh, Right now he's, you know, killing everybody, you know, yeah. his high school career was just a complete domination, man. And I think he takes pride in it. And you, and one of the things that I saw with him and he plays with some fire too, you oh, know he plays dude. with some fire. Fire. He doesn't. He doesn't care, man. And he gets after it, man. I just hope he keeps that same attitude. And I think he's gonna fit in perfectly. What What this defense has to offer, man. I think people are gonna be, are you know, gonna look down the road and be like, man,
1: Hendrickson, that, that is the guy.
0: That's yeah. the guy for well, sure.
1: It'll be. It'll be interesting to see. Where they put him, do they put him like you said, a defensive end and he needs to you know gain 10 15 pounds? Or you know, he's got a big body, six five. You know, they could put him up at the you know defensive line and add you know 40 pounds and be that that nose tackle um, type guy in the middle. Um, It'll be interesting to see what kind of what they do with him Mm -hmm. exactly. He might be, I don't know if, if if they like the guys in the middle to be that tall or if they like guys shorter where they kind of low to the ground where they can get that push too so um he might be Mm -hmm. a little bit too tall for that i don't know um but man he is a he is a man child yeah yeah
0: you ain't kidding brother (laughs) you ain't kidding
1: (laughs) uh our next one man Caden uh hewitt a uh quarterback from helena montana six four two hundred um the only i believe yeah the only quarterback that we have in this signing period he is you know he he was getting recruited by Oregon State some top tier programs um i believe he's uh he's gotten 3 stars so he's one of those 3 star quarterbacks he's quick he's got um pretty good in some space where where he can get through the pocket and kind of run uh great arm and man there's some throws that he made that I was just like and, and, you know, all, all these, like, you know, throwing in high school is way different than throwing in, in college. But some of the throws that he was able to make on the run, fitting it in, um, you know, he, he, he threw sometimes sidearm to get it in some some places. Uh, it, it was impressive. It was really, really impressive to see him throw the ball. And he he's had a career at Helena – with some major numbers breaking, breaking Helena records all over the place for his program at Helena High, um, and so yeah, he he seems like a great a great add in the, for the quarterback room. Where uh, you know we could talk about it all day. Where we've we're young, man. We're young. We do. I I I have no clue who's going to start for us next year in that position. Um, it'll be really interesting to see who comes out in the spring, um, to see what happens with that, to see who they add, um, with that. I know they added someone today, uh, for the quarterback position. Um, and so, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that group. Yeah. And I think one of the most promising things is that he is coming at the perfect time.
0: You know, he's going to be surrounded. I mean, obviously, the focus of this upcoming year is develop some of those guys that were already, you know, have, have Patterson and and, and uh and Chris Brown, you know, really being able to, them to develop to the next level. Obviously, getting a couple yeah. of transfers in. So, I think he's going to be sitting in a really, really fortunate spot with some really, really good quarterbacks. You know, one, yep. it's obviously, the competition is going to be through the roof. I mean, it's every anybody's game at this point. And then, two, yep. being able to sit under that type of experience—you know, with not only guys that have been part of the program for quite a couple of years now, but also guys that are coming from some some really good programs as well that have been, you know, successful in their own life that are looking for, you know, looking to come here and, you know, go chase a championship. I mean, what more fortunate position or one more fortunate opportunity could you want? You know, sitting at that quarterback position. I mean, that's one of the things that I loved about it. As soon as I came on campus. You know, I was surrounded by guys that had plenty of experience. You know, plenty of experience, and it did me right. You know, setting me up for you know how I wanted to treat you know some of those younger guys when I became the older guy. You know, what type of attitude, what type of you know mindset that I want to instill and then frame you know into the culture of the program, man. And I think uh, I think he's going to be sitting in that spot, man. And who knows? Again, you don't know how his story's going to play out, man. But I pray that he's one of those guys that you know that really kind of took the full swing and kind of run the. Man, because potentially, I mean, it's all there to be successful down the
1: road, yeah, exactly. Exactly, you know, our next guy, uh, Chase McGurin, uh, safety six foot 175, also from Helena, Montana. Man, um, you know, he was kind of interesting, he had some good speed, but man, he had some good, a a really good reaction time, uh, really good hands, Mm -hmm. and, and and really smart. I was re- the one thing that the, the reaction time really stuck out to me being a safety um, that, uh, and then also playing, uh, he played a little bit of cornerback as well. Um, that really stuck out to me about chase. Um, and so, you know, th- you can kind of see a picture of where they're going a lot of Helena, you know, they've got some guys from Missoula. Um, and so I think they've kind of felt kind of where they, they know the guys. And like we said, um, they just knew who they wanted. So, Yeah, no, 100%, man. And, uh, again, that's what you really want out of safety.
0: You know, being able to yeah. be twitchy like that is, is the perfect characteristic. It's a perfect thing for people to see on film. And I'm sure that's what the coaches saw, man. So, again, yep. you know, looking forward to Again, I mean, there's this is hell and a heavy right now. I mean, what is that, yeah. three, four guys already? What is that? Yeah, they've got one, one two, three,
1: three. Yes. Three from yeah, Helena. three.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's obviously lead, leading the pack right now. So obviously, Helena is doing something. Helena is doing something right. You know, being able to bring yeah. those kids and you know develop those kids and put them in a position where they could really be successful, man. And just another guy, again, being being put in the right position at the right time. You know, some some really good things in store for him. Some really good leadership to kind of look up to, and some good uh you know just just setting the foundation of who you're meant to be as a player for this type of program. And I truly believe yeah. that. You know you you have this type of mentality you build that foundation that you know our defense specifically offers you can play anywhere you want you can play anywhere we want yeah. compete yeah. with the big dog compete you know make it to the nfl and be able to you know really kind of have that that mind shift change and be able to compete up there man so i think it's a perfect place for you know really defenses to grow and people to go grow in that in that type of light yeah
1: yeah our next one man uh you know, sorry, Patrick, I am going to get your name, last name, I <laughs> don't name Robach. wrong. It has to Robach. be Robach. I would, yeah, I would huh. think so, Patrick Robach. He's a kicker punter from Kalispell, Montana, 5'11". Uh, it says 157. He does not look 157. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting, you know, I, I saw his film, um, man, there, it, he has a lot of film of him just working like like lifting like power lifting. and so that as a kicker, that kind of was really cool to see him taking his craft to the next level. Um, and so you know he he's got some great kicking ability. Um, he's his punts are high and far. you know he's getting that you know the, that five second hang time that you want for your guys to get down yeah. there. Um, he's got some really good accuracy with field goals. Um, and you know, you no, know, we have an opening for our up our kick kickoffs with Brian Bushini leaving. Um, but even Brian, he mm-hmm. kind of went out there and he kind of knew his guy. Um, and he said that he was at this point in, uh, his career, Patrick was farther along than where Brian was at his, that same time. Um, So that's kind of a cool kind of shout out to him. Uh, You know, we needed a a kicker and possibly a punter. So uh, it actually helps us. And, you know, Halk was extremely excited about him. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see how how, how things work out with him um, and how he kind of grows with that. Um, But I, I see great things from him.
0: Yeah, man, I've heard some serious stuff about this kid, man. I've heard he's the real yeah. deal. I heard that he yep. is immediately, obviously, with Brian leaving, it obviously leaves a gap for us to fill. I and I, uh I heard this is a guy, from multiple yeah. people. Yep. I heard this is a guy that's yep. going to be able to, you know, go out there and really kind of, you know, produce for us. You know, yep. I'm hoping. It, you know, it's a it's a little bit of a different situation than Brian of being able to stick around, you know, obviously depending on the yeah. situation, man. But, you know, I've heard really good things about this guy. I've heard his work ethic is really unmatched and really unparalleled in comparison to a lot of other people. And again, I heard, you know, this is this is just a dude. This is a dude that you want on your team. Yep. This is a dude that, you know, he might be our kicker for next year. Yeah, you know, he might be our punter for next year. You don't know. And it's kind of, you, you know, know, that's the crazy part about this. You know, he might have that opportunity for
1: next year. And I think it's super cool to think about, you know? Yeah. Imagine coming in as a freshman and just realizing that, you know, play your cards right, you do your time, and, and you yep. impress, man. Like, you're going to be starting as yep. a freshman, man. Exactly, um, so, man. What an honor. What an honor. Crazy. Uh, Our next one, uh, a – uh, athlete from Hamilton, Montana, uh, Tyson Rosted, uh, you know, he was a quarterback, um, for Hamilton this year. He won the state, uh, champion, a championship. Um, he was the Gatorade, I think the Gatorade player of the year for Montana. Um, and so his brother plays Mm -hmm. for the Grizz as well. He's a line, uh, his brother plays linebacker, I believe. Um, you know, he he's labeled as an athlete, so he's not gonna be in the Q, uh, the QB room, but you know, he is fast. They they all, you Hamilton used him a lot as a running quarterback, kind of that that um mm-hmm. dual action quarterback. He's, he is 6'1, 195. So, you know, you could see him um playing that safety or even adding some weight in and playing linebacker. Um he's hard mm-hmm. to bring down. He's, he's, he's a great athlete. He's fast. Um, And also, you know, he's had, he's seen it with his brother, man. He's seen it with his brother of, of being a quarterback and then transferring to the defensive side. And so knowing I I think it's kind of shout out to him knowing what he wanted to do, you know, even before he kind of got, got on, you know, he could have went, probably went somewhere and played QB, but he wanted to play for the Grizz. And I'm sure that they had discussions about that. And, you know, he, he's labeled that athlete. And so um, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I think he'll be probably the defensive side as well um, with either playing safety um, or linebacker. Um, So, yeah, another great, great get. Um, you can't. You, you always got to take. You know, and, and I always like to think of like you got to take what's the best guy out there. Kind of like like thinking it as a NFL draft. Like going into the draft, you you got to fill your holes, but you also have to think like I've got to get the best person too, and so filling in with what what you have. Um, and knowing that you can kind of fill positions and kind of move people around as well. Um, I think this is this one that will help us, you know, if, if we see him, we'll probably see him in special teams. A lot of these guys are going to be on special teams um, and, and you can kind of see yeah. those guys, see those guys there first before they, they start on the defense or they start on the offense as you see them there first.
0: One hundred percent, man, and I think uh, I mean again. This is one of the guys that I don't know too much about you know. Regrettably. Um, I've heard his name tossed around. I've heard nothing good things about him. Just on 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 a basic level of being a football player, you know. But really, kind of what you said right now, I think it's super inspiring to listen to, super inspiring to hear. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about myself. If somebody said, "Hey, you know what? You're not playing offensive line no more." You're gonna go play, you know, the safety position. I'd be like, you know, get lost, <laughs> no, get banned. Like, I'm not I'm not yeah. doing that, you know? Yeah. And so the fact of the matter that, you know, he's humble enough to understand, okay, understand my place, understand the situation, know that my time will come. I mean, that's the type of guy you want in your team, completely selfless. Yeah, you know? total team you guy know? that, that no, wants to play. No yeah. ounce of selfishness in that conversation, man. And I think uh, that's the type of guy that you really kind of see with those miracle stories. That's the type of guy yeah. that, you know, a couple of years down the line, you talk about, oh, man, what a great story that, that you guys need to listen to the story. That's the type of guy yeah. that you write about down the line, man. And so, again, congratulations to that guy, man. That, that's a huge, huge thing, bro. That's a yeah. huge thing that I'm thinking about right now, and and I just it super awesome here, man. Good luck to you, Tyson.
1: Yeah, it, it it'd be interesting to kind of find out, like, you know did did your brother help you in kind of finding what you wanted to do with that? You know, because his his brother probably had the same same kind of things happen to him. He was a quarterback. They mo- like moved him to linebacker. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to find that out if we can. Um, but going on, man, we got two guys left. Joey Visser, a safety from Boulder, Montana, uh, six, one, one Um, you know, he's got some speed. He can hit some pretty good hands. Um, and so, you know, Boulder, (laughs) that is, you know, pretty small. Um, you, you know, that's a, I believe it's a B or a C school. They played, you know, Columbus and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you, you see this time and time again with, with the Grizz as they take some of those guys that are from those low schools, lower Montana schools, and, and they turn out great. You know, look look at Garrett Graves, Eureka, Montana, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. so some of these guys that have a chip on their shoulder um, come into this program and, and they work. They want it. They want it bad. They work for it, and, and, and it's going to be great to see what happens with him
0: hundred percent, man. And I think, I think that's one of the coolest things, man, just thinking about it, dude, um, there, there's a reason why a a lot of these guys are recruited here specifically, you know, they, they just have, it's hard to really explain, man, but like, I, I, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, know a lot of people and, and get to, you know, have friendships and a lot of those guys that I do know, been able to play everywhere. You know, big time programs as far as Oregon, big time programs as far as you know Ole Miss and Tennessee. You know, FCS programs, you know Northern Colorado and you know Sac State, man. And it's just, it's just a different mentality being able to be recruited here. You know, a different mentality, a different type of trust, a different type of expectation. I think, uh, I think uh, you you really understand that. And at first, I think you know coming in with a group of random guys that you don't even know that. It, you're going to be some of your best friends for the rest of your life, man. You're just kind of sitting there like, what's our purpose? What are we meant to do? You know, how are we supposed to, you know, handle all this? And yeah. being able to see, you know, where four years takes you and, you know, the type of growth, the type of challenge, the type of, you know, I guess humbling experience that you go through during that time is absolutely special, man. It is, uh, it just Time and time again, I, I just, you know, listen to these guys and obviously – you know, you being a little more well-versed when it comes to watching film, man, and being able to hear some of these stories that come along with these guys is just its an awesome thing to hear, man. It's an awesome thing yeah. to hear. And it's just I, I i wish all of these guys nothing but the best, nothing but success, man. And so, um, Joey, man, congratulations, brother. You're, you're making difference exactly. a, It's a big leap of faith to be able to leave your state. Um you and and Eli, you know, Minnesota and obviously Boulder, Colorado. I think it's a it's a huge, huge honor. It's a huge thing, man. It's just I'm looking forward to you know hearing how you
1: guys' stories play out. So he's from Boulder, Montana, not Boulder, Colorado. Oh Boulder, Montana. Oh there's Boulder, Boulder Montana. Colorado still. No, Boulder, Montana. Yeah. He he's from yeah, the small small God town damn Montana, you. man. Look at you. I guess I don't know it all, Adam. I uh, guess I don't no, know it all. No, it's okay, man. It's okay. It, hey, I, I, I just wanted to let yeah. you know. Uh, but we got one guy, one yeah. guy left. Um, Joe Wida. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. His dad is the head athletic trainer for the Grizz, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, so yeah. he is, um, oops, sorry, I got my uh, tight end, 6'4, 225. You know, played for Missoula, um, Missoula Sentinel. Um, he's he's solid he is solid he is he he's a big guy and you know for how big he was like I was really impressed really impressed with um, how good of a blocker he was as as a tight end Um, and so he was a good blocker and he wasn't like shying shying away from it and he's you know quick quick hands uh, good hands you know um kind of reminded me of of Mitch with his hands just really sturdy really dependable um and so out, out of the back uh you know going out um getting the ball and you know really impressed with his his blocking where he didn't quit man when he got locked up with a guy he was locked up and he was going um and which is, you don't see that you know sometimes you see a guy and you you block and then they let go when you know that they know the guys buy him, um, but he he didn't stop. So that was awesome to see. Um, But, you know, Missoula and Helena, those were kind of the same, uh, the schools that we could see um, where they liked to go from. Um, Like we said, you know, no offensive line, you know, we're we're expecting, you know, either the JUCO route or the transfer portal. Um, And, you know, one thing that kind of stuck with me listening to Uh, Coach Green and Coach Hauk is, you know, they said, when we go to the transfer portal, we don't expect to these guys to develop. We expect these guys, if we get these guys from the transfer portal, we expect these guys to to play right away. We expect them to start for us. And so if you see these guys coming out of the transfer portal, you know, they have been vetted kind of like these guys from high school where, you know they expect these guys to be starters or or you know in the mm-hmm. mix of having starters time, um, and so uh, really impressed by this group. You know, like like you said, uh, Angel, having the twelve guys, it, it, it's it's kind of glaring where you know you see a lot of these other schools where there's twenty, you know, um, but they've got kind of got a. a, a a plan in motion because of the COVID year to kind of get back to where they need to be. And this is how they're doing it. Um, so it's going to be really interesting going on from this point to see, see what happens, see how they fill the holes that they have with, with seniors going. Um, one thing that I'm keeping my eye on is you know because of the uh, COVID year, how many guys, you know, just say, Hey, you know, I've spent, you know, five, six years here, you know, uh, I've got my degree, you know, it's time for me to, you know, move on. You know, how many guys do we have um, do that? Um, and so it'll be really interesting this year to see what happens. You know, we, we know who we have coming back, but it isn't truly the guys that are going to be coming back. Um, and so it's going to be really for the next couple months here, um, kind of up in the air um you know they i believe and don't uh tell me if i'm wrong angel they they start um spring conditioning or winter conditioning they, they've probably already started winter conditioning or when they get back from uh christmas break right i, I believe the last part of January. so they're
0: they haven't started actual condition yet as far as i'm aware of but i do believe okay. that they're back to doing workouts for sure do think that they're back in back in town working out and if not they're you know they're a couple days away from being back in town for sure you know again uh joe i actually personally know joe and i think uh kind of just going back a little bit backtracking a little bit to that man i think he's a phenomenal player man i think um in most recent years uh comparable i wouldn't say this is you know you know duplicate but comparable to kind of a, a like a bingham You know, uh, I I really respected Bingham's play. I really, I I think he was one of the best blockers we had on our team, man. And it showed week in and week out. And I really expect, you know, kind of for Joe to have that same transition coming over. Obviously, I've been able to build a relationship with JC. He's been able to take care of me, you know, and uh, kind of lead me down the path of, of, of healing. When it came to the surgeries and making sure you know those bills were you know taken care of. When it came to university and so uh, I have nothing but love for JC and it's just uh, I know his son uh, is, is 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 how do I even say it, man? You 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 just know when a person's good, man, and it rubs off to 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 the to their kids. And you yeah. can definitely see that guy. That guy has is nothing but respectful. He's nothing but kind, man. Um, uh, just really, really awesome, you know, to, to be able to know them and being able to see him come up and uh, be part of not just one, but two state championships, uh, yeah. you know, yep. back to back season, really impressive seasons and be able to come out on top like that, man. So, yeah. I mean, Joe, brother, it's your time, you know, go out and get it. And to all these guys, man, like you, like you said, uh, it's it really impressive uh, group of guys. Um, really looking forward to seeing their growth and how they can transition over. Um, but realistically, man, this is gonna be some of the hardest times of your life. You know, it's important yeah. for you guys to lean on each other. It's important for you guys to, you know, find those people to talk to because some of the toughest years of my time were really those first, you know, that year and a half and two years. It might be a little bit easier for some of you simply because you guys are from Montana, know kind of what to expect. your friends and family around you know which is an awesome awesome thing but i do understand there's gonna be other guys that you might run into that you know don't have that same luxury you know make sure you keep those guys in mind make sure you guys lean on each other it's gonna be some great times gonna be some tough times man but you know take it take take a second man smell the roses a little bit you know enjoy this these next couple months of of being able to enjoy this type of feeling of 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 pride and you know and of, of accomplishment man but it's important for you guys to understand the work's just beginning too, man. So good luck to you guys. Um I'm in your guys' corner, Adam's in your guys' corner, man. We just can't wait to see what you guys do.
1: Exactly, man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to go back, you know, a mm. couple of years from now and then see where these guys are, you know, are they still with the program? Are they, are they contributing on special teams or are they starting? Um It's always interesting to me to see where they, where they go. And, Uh, wish them the best of luck and like you said man that they're they're playing division one ball um man live it up man take some time Mm -hmm. and and feel it you know Mm
0: -hmm. exactly man exactly awesome year man awesome year i'm looking forward to the future
1: exactly only only getting better from here Uh, Like we said, guys, we are going to have the second part of it where we're going to get into more of the transfer portal and where we're going um, down farther down the line. But, you know, we've got some big things coming, like like Angel has said, uh, that we'll kind of reveal to you guys later on um, that we are working on. Stay with us. Stay in contact with us. We want to hear from you. So get a hold of us as well um through um social media at fight on montana on Instagram um Twitter and Facebook page um also just you know we want to hear from you if there's something that you want to hear that you don't agree with us you know we want this to be as interactive as possible so get a hold of us also you know uh we want you know good ratings and 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 we want you to listen and subscribe so make sure if you're listening make sure that you subscribe to us, make sure that you give us a uh, five stars or, or whatever you want and, and write a review for us. Cause that helps us out tremendously on getting us out there in uh, Spotify and Apple. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Can't uh, thank you guys enough for, for listening and taking the time and out of your day. And um, hopefully this kind of, you know, brightens your day guys. I know, I know, it brightens my day talking some sports. I hope that it brightens your guys' day listening. That might have been the nicest thing you've ever said, man. That was so sweet.
0: Jesus. <laughs> the the nicest thing ever, right? Jesus. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was the nicest thing you ever, you, you've ever said about it. Man, that was sweet, man. That was cool, dude. Uh, uh, no, guys, no, we appreciate you. Like we said, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet, man. We got some good things coming. We appreciate the love appreciate the support make sure to follow us you know rate review subscribe all that type of stuff um yeah man i'm just looking forward to it brother
1: you know another another one another one down man we got the first one in 2022 Right on yep yep